Welcome back. This is another episode of the Epic Epoch Podcast. This is episode 31. And yesterday, not 24 hours ago, I guess about 24 hours ago, we had the beginning of patch 0.9.2, which means we have the Exiled Mage encounter. It means we have Rune Master in the game. It means we have 21 new unique items and a handful of reworked unique items as well. I am here with my co-host as always, Dread. Dread, welcome back. Hello, and in today's video topic, we're going to be going over just Rune Master and the new patch, which ended up being significantly better. I mean, like, strides and bounds better than I assumed. I, I actually heard you recently saying that you hated Rune Master and you don't like Last Epoch. What was that all about? Wait, what? Mm, I, what somebody in chat about? said that you were really perturbed by, uh, oh, by Rune no, Master. I what, made what was that a all about? Video, oh, I made a video talking about certain things... I hope would be changed by 1.0, which funnily enough, certain things has been changed for the most part ever since this patch, which is funny. We'll, we'll see. Listen, I, I just talked to Judd recently, Judd's the CEO of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of EHG. He's still yes. doubling down on having the 1.0 release of, uh, of Last Epoch by the end of this year. Remember 1.0? Yeah, 1.0 yeah. is Falconer and Warlock and Trade Factions and hopefully bug fixes and performance and balance patches and all that kind of stuff as well. Sure. All right. End of this year. Let's see it. Ugh. <laughs> Before we get too far into the thick of things and talk about what we've been doing in the past 24 hours of this patch, uh, first of all, I would like to ask uh, YouTube and Spotify and people here in Twitch, should I have a funny hat? I feel like not having a squid on my head, I'm left out. Like My head I mean, is I like, my hat's all about function. It's not really about I form. Have, I have the funny hat because I'm bald. Are you... What the fuck? Wait, oh, I didn't I know that. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing the hat. What? When did that happen? You had so much hair. It was hair. like a few days ago. Well, what happened was on the honeymoon, like, my hair got really, like, matted down, and I was like, all right, it's time to shave it. I I knocked the headphone out of my out of my head. What you... Yeah, you, I could tell. What, and you... Wow, I had no idea. You used That's to have so much hair. That was for so that you didn't know. Yes. <laughs> Stepping on my brand. Fair enough. Yeah, maybe, maybe I get a pig head. Oh my goodness. I actually had to ban someone from my Twitch chat yesterday because they said I was cringe for wearing the squid hat. You don't diss the squid hat, man. I, I mean, it's a clean hat. It's not like a scrub. You know, it's not mm -hmm. some bad hat. It's not dirty. It's not filthy. It's cute. I like it. Well, it, also, it I don't nice. know if you know this, but it has a feature. go on like i said we have party hat mode it lights up oh my god yeah it does hold on i i messed up does. my headphone i'm i'm already embarrassed professional podcaster <laughs> by the way all right anyways squid head double brain sure all right let's let's talk about rune master what we've been doing how did your day one go did you run into bugs did you already know what you wanted to play were you experimenting things what were you doing yesterday well i started off with the leveling remaster, well, leveling a mage to 20, and then I tried to do the skip, but then I forgot that since you're in, uh, I was in SAF because I want to start fresh, so I didn't touch SAF at all this patch so that I could start fresh this patch, right? On a new account. Turns out when you're S SAF, like solo account found, you can't go with other people at a party, so you can't do the skip. So I had to go play something else for an hour while I waited for Rude Master release, which made me sad. But 
after that, what happened was I was starting to level. And for the most part, I was using the combo, I think, of lightning, fire, fire or something like that, which was uh, the plasma, the plasma brand like arc thing, mm -hmm. which ignites for seven hit seven ignites and has 70 percent duration and 70 percent pen. And it also does spreading fire. That was really strong for rev leveling, of course, because you know, it's a lot of damage early on. But then it definitely started falling off significantly after a while and then someone in my chat was like hey why don't you use cold fire fire i was like what do you mean cold fire fire i'm like i look at it it hits like nine or ten times perry is cold fire ignite. fire like the fireballs that drop from the sky mm -hmm, that the one meteors, okay gotcha yes. is it sad that this is a better meteor than meteor <laughs> is that 12 Meteor and you can double cast it of course and uh that plus ignite Glyph of Dominion has been my build. They're both uh, integral to the build so far in terms of DPS. And, and you're course, you're doing like some kind of ignite, popping. ignite per second, ignite frequency thing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's because uh, Glyph of Dominion uh, has a node in it that gives it six ignites per second, right? And normally that wouldn't be enough to make anything work, obviously, because that would be terrible. But the node after it says you also gain frequency with this ignite per percentage of ignite chance that you have and uh, i saw you talking about it the other day actually you were talking about oh like my chance to ignite on hit with fire skills mm -hmm. that does affect it by the way so like oh, it does. affects it yes it does oh All that affects okay it. Yes. normally that doesn't surprise okay i know i just tested it I, I tested it like the other day i had to make sure because i just took it off took it on it, it does definitely work because you can see the number of ignites sticking up faster mm -hmm. and essentially uh you can get up to a large amount of stacks. Right now I'm at 350 Ignite stacks with my full combo. Uh, then of course, you know, Conflagrate with Enchant Weapon for mm -hmm. fun, right? One day they'll nerf that, then we'll have to use Flame Rush instead. I actually ended up turning my rune, uh, my Runic Invocation into a Traversal skill, because uh, I couldn't fit more stuff on my bar. So now on my bar I have Cliff of Dominion, Enchant Weapon, uh, Runic Invocation, Flame Ward, and uh, Rune Bolt. I'm just using Rune Bolt for utility and as my cold spell, because it's like the best cold spell to be using right now for it, because mm -hmm. it gives me mana back. Interesting. Okay. So you... Wait, you were, you said you're turning into Traversal skill. When people say that they're turning their Runic Invocation to Traversal skill, you don't mean the little hop, do you? No, not the hop. The Enigma. The one that makes it into a teleport. That gives it a five-second cooldown. What is that? Oh, is that the one that procs uh, Glyph of Dominion at the end of it? No. Oh, no, that's, that's Runic Invocation as a Traversal skill. No. It's it's the actual button you press for Runic Invocation. You can turn it into a teleport, and it casts it oh, where you oh, teleport. Oh, oh, you know what? I, yeah. I finally know what node you're talking I'm about. I'm using okay. that instead yeah, yeah, of I using teleport because, you know, and I'm not casting the, the Ignite stuff that often for it, so it's fine. You know, I'm not even used to thinking about that node. I need to consider that the next time that I'm looking for a movement skill as well. It saved me so much room. It made yeah, the function. Yeah, because you really needed... want something to move. I needed enchant weapon on my bar, so it worked. Okay. So I could I could numb lock that. I could numb lock my teleport. Should I do that? Is that good? <laughs> sure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've done it before. Have you tried Did the you... flame rush that pops so ignite stacks? Yeah, go ahead. Currently, as it stands, as it currently stands, with conflagrate on enchant weapon, how it is right now, it is better 
for uh, this setup. But one day when they finally rework Enchant Weapon and remove this and maybe make Ignite better so you don't have to use Conflagrate on Mage, uh, then I will probably end up using Flame Rush. But right now the Flame Rush node is okay. It just requires a lot of investment. The biggest problem with it is you have to run a bunch of intelligence and generally intelligence doesn't help you that much, especially on the setup that I'm running because I am mm -hmm. running, uh, actually, this is actually a really cool thing about the build. Uh, there is a node at the top of Rune Master. It's called Runeward Avalanche. And if you don't know what this is, it means uh, you get a rune whenever you cast a cold spell, right? And you get two flat endurance or ignite on the enemy. So for instance, if the enemy has 100 ignites, right, you have 200 extra endurance against their attacks. So it works retroactively, right, against them. Mm -hmm. And I'm at like 350 ignites so far, consistently in bosses. Like I was just fighting here at like at 350. So I have 700 extra endurance specials. So that's that's, that's one of the things that you're using your cold skill for. Because mm -hmm. your cold yep. skill is generating mana and yep. it's making that thing happen. That's yep. that's great. Okay. So you have tons yep. of endurance threshold. Yep. So right now I'm my plan in the end game is to just run a bleeding heart and just stack as much life as possible and try to get as much endurance threshold as possible with ignite stacks because every single percentage of ignite chance I get now is technically defenses as well. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Which is great. And then and then you use a fractured crown to make sure that you have no ward. What do you mean you have no ward? It doesn't matter. You don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not you're not building anything with like ward ward per second. No, I mean that. it's there. Yeah, it's, it's there, but like I'm not using it. Yeah, interesting. You know, I'm actually kind of doing the opposite. Let me let me tell you about the build that I'm currently running with right now. So of my course. my day one, um, I started with a level 100 character because I leveled up to 100 before this patch dropped, and then when the patch dropped, I just walked up to the guy, clicked on him, got Rune Master, and then boom, I'm level 100. Level 100. Mm -hmm. So what that allowed me to do is just spend the entire first day jumping from this build to that build, trying this thing out, try that thing out, because your skills level up really quickly and you already have access to Empower Monoliths. So that's what I was trying. I did like 12 or 13 different builds yesterday when I was experimenting, and I like nothing nothing really worked out the way that I wanted to. There's a, there's a one-handed dagger that kind of enticed me for a while, but I, after spending about 20 minutes with it, I couldn't figure out what to do with Dragorath's dagger. It's got something about Frostclaw, and then on crit, you can proc Lightning Blast three times a second. I'm interested in coming back to that at some point, but I couldn't figure it out in 20 minutes, so I moved on to the next thing. So the mm -hmm. build that we're doing today is something that we're going to have to build into because I don't have a lot of Frostbite gear, but we are doing Frostbite with Frostclaw, and we are procking Ice Barrage as well. And yeah. one of the neat things about it is we got the mana cost all the way down to zero, even with the... Uh, the shotgunning node in Frostclaw by using yeah. tier seven minus mana cost on a scepter instead of oh, using a wand. Hell yeah. So as long as you get it down to zero mana cost, the build works. Oh, did you I, hit that by the way? I didn't see We that. did, we did. So we have oh, that oh. on a on a frozen ire unique scepter now. Sexy. So I, I think there's a good way that you could level this before getting also, high end items. Way, oh, frozen ire might be really good when you run a bone clamber bar brute eventually. Because it gives you necrotic res. That's true. Oh, it does give necrotic res. And the necrotic mm -hmm. res gives you warp. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Oh, your suffixes become ward then. Oh. So. But yeah, continue. <laughs> so the other thing that I want to call out about this build is well, I'm, I'm basically numb locking my runic invocation. There's a lot, of, a lot of things you can do with runic invocation. And I like that everyone that comes to my stream on Twitch 
tells me like, hey, I love this thing. Hey, I love this thing. And everyone's bragging about a different runic invocation. Everyone's like enjoying a different yeah. piece of the puzzle. So I'm using CFC and it's quickly becoming the one that I've recognized the most because I just talk about it so often. Oh, that See, one, the, the war, the 30% less damage. 30% less damage yeah, taken. Yeah, it's broken. got Rowan's, get, Rowan's Frost That's going to get halved. That's going to get halved so quickly. I, you numlock <laughs> it and you have permanent uptime and it's just a little bit good. So I'm, yeah, I'm numlocking that. And, uh, and so we have damage reduction there. We have damage reduction from uh, Flame Ward, of course. We have the new damage reduction in Rune Master. Gives us That's less really damage nice. taken against chilled monsters. Uh, and then we also have less damage on Flame Rush, if you're using that. And then you can have that persist mm -hmm. after the Flame Rush. Um, and then you can even fit Lightning Ages into the build in a number of different ways. You have yeah. a lot of damage reduction on top of all of your like, ward generation. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Turns out when you have a lot of uh, damage reduction, your ward becomes significantly better. Huh. So I, I looked at my endurance, and it's funny, you said that you're stacking up a bunch of endurance threshold because of your ignite synergy. I looked at my endurance, it's at 20%. I've never had so little endurance on a character that I liked so much. I think you just muted yourself. Go on. Come back. Baby, come back. This is a great time to remind you that we don't have a sponsor, but we could. If you want to sponsor Dread and Perry talking about Last Epoch, make sure... We're sponsored by... Uh... Uh, Red Bull. Are we? I thought we, we, we need were. to find like a microphone sponsor for you. How about that? <laughs> Maybe a headphone sponsor for myself. Mm -hmm. Ooh, what about a hat? Oh, we could do a shaving sponsor. We could do, isn't there like a dollar <laughs> shave? We could do Dollar Shave Club. Yes. Dollar Shave Club if you're out there. Not sponsored uh, by you. But we you want to hear a funny thing you can do with Runic Invocation? Tell me, what do you got? So this is a build in the future. It's a little bit of a spoiler. But I'm going to set up the spark charge setup, right? And play it as on a rude master. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to spam a one invocation runic invocation, which gets around the cooldown on Elemental Nova when you give it the big AoE. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to constantly spam cast the lightning Nova, the big one, right? To apply spark charges. Right, and scale as much area as possible. And we're literally just going to take that and we're going to speedrun monos with it. It's going to be absolutely wonderful because if you don't know, did not know, Elemental Nova can get up to 100% spark charge chance and it will hit every single individual mob. So every single one of those little spiders will apply a spark charge. So like as you go through the mono, you can just go press one button, bam, whole screen is dead. Next, and then next, if they crit, one. you can get 10 ward per crit mm -hmm. on hit against all mm -hmm. you can get a lot of ward on these monsters yeah. all of a sudden and they all shotgun too and the, the it's just crazy because it's like i'm not even using runic invocation because it does anything i'm just using it because it bypasses a cooldown on a stupid cooldown <laughs> it's great so let's let's pivot for a moment we talked about the things that we did on day one like half of day two right here what about what about like is, is anything standing out as too strong what 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 too what's strong? your knee jerk I, I want i don't want balance i want knee jerk what's the knee Frost jerk reaction was too strong flame ward like what like what is this node rocking flame why ward on you exist? and your team with no cooldown uh, just in general just why does this exist it's a very I, I weird why this exists yeah even if very... it costs a bunch of mana which it, it, it really doesn't but like why yeah. is it there yeah it, it doesn't make sense um uh, other things that are op I'll be honest, I thought there was going to be some OP stuff, but they're like, 
there is, but there isn't. You know what I mean? Like, it feels really balanced because, like, to do the fancy stuff with the runic invocation and all that, like, you have to actually cast stuff and, like, you're not constantly spamming it. Like, it feels very fair, but in a good way. Not like the fair, oh, I'm playing heavy strike kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The fair, like, I'm playing, like, I don't know, like, I'm just playing a good skill and it's doing enough damage and it's doing great, right? Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, while I was leveling for a while, I was very confused because I would, like, go and hit the dummy and I'd be at, like, 30k DPS, right? Like, my ignite. And then, like, I'd go into the mono and I'd go delete the next boss or whatever for the monolith or whatever. I'm just like, why does this feel so good even though my, dum my dummy DPS is so low? But then I'm tripled it by that now. Now I'm, like, 120k, but, mm -hmm. like, I hit for, like, a million when I conflagrate and all that right but like i don't know why it just feels good and i like that that, that feels like the most important thing about rune master or like even an action rpg just mm -hmm. is it good oh, is it not good Rune like Bolt. i even except even back Bolt. when i played path of they Exile, need to like, fix that rune Bolt has the same problem that multi-strike has what that uh the ridiculous animation for no reason oh it does kind of feel slow doesn't it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I even had kissing come to the stream and I was like showing her. It's like, why why is this feel so slow? Like all of a sudden it like Do you have do you have tons of pass speed? I do, yes. I actually And it do. does it still feel weird? Mm-hmm. Okay. It has Frost? an animation, that's the problem. Because cast speed doesn't affect the base animation. So sure. okay. if you have a long animation, it doesn't matter what you do. Like for instance, like my Glyphid Dominion is like instant cast for the most part, but then my rune bolt may, takes like five years. <laughs> the base speed of rune bolt is 1.2 compared to 1.47 being oh you know what is that the same lack of speed that detonating arrow has compared to most, yeah, uh, most and skills multi, in multi-strike and multi yeah. yeah and like it's, it's just kind of weirdly thing. slower okay yeah mm -hmm. absolutely noticeable i hear you i don't know why they do this because it's like like I, I like rune bolt's supposed to be that spell that you kind of weave in to other mm -hmm, stuff. It's mm -hmm. Supposed to be the utility spell. It's not. It doesn't hit hard enough to merit that cast speed. I don't know if like they're just accidentally doing it. I don't know if like I don't know what's going on with that. Like I I don't know. Like, Cause like I I kind of hate it because it ruins skills that normally should be really that should feel good to play. Like for instance, the aforementioned multi-strike, like mm -hmm. multi-strike could be, should be a good skill on paper. It's a good skill. It's just in practice. It just doesn't feel good to play whether or not it does enough damage. It's a different, like different thing. Right. But it needs to like feel good. Detonating yeah, I... arrow gets away with the slower speed because it, it of what it does. Right. So, cause it hits so many times with one attack or whatever. But yeah, go ahead, Perry. This this reminds me of me playing like Path of Exile and and you know, like mm -hmm. yeah, I guess it's been like two, two and a half years since I played Path of Exile, but I was always one that was really happy to trim damage out of my build in order to get more quality of life. Just yeah. if a build feels better, if it's if it's sparking more joy to me, if it's more fun to play, I'm gonna play it for longer and I'm gonna find more upgrades and like get more min-max in there. But quality of life and, and having fun while you're playing a skill, Rune Master has that in spades. Like there's so yeah. much fun stuff to be working with here. Yeah, like my thing, my thing with it is just weird because it's like, I would I would understand it if it was a skill like meteor 
and if Meteor did damage and did stuff to suffice, sure, like one big cost, hit, boom. sure, yeah. But for Rune Bolt, it's like it's the bread and butter of Rune Master. You need to be spamming it, like you, you're essentially forced to be spamming it, right? Like that's mm-hmm. its entire job. You you never but cast it, it once or twice. Yeah, it's it just feels weird. I hear you. Well, right. I do actually. I do, but that's just because my setup's weird. So it it's curious. You didn't say anything about. Um... Things that stand out that like need to be nerfed. You think this thing is too Not strong? Really. This thing's OP. Like so far, it's been fine. I love hearing that. There, there is one node that I don't like, and it's because I've already made the. Well, uh, other than okay, uh, I mean, obviously the invocation that gives you the thirty percent less damage taken. That obviously. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, well, I'm, I'm going to run the EHP numbers on that after this podcast, and I'm going to see exactly how tanky my character so is. Much, okay, my problem is it's Rune Master only, right? I it's sure like is. Word where it's like the entirety of Mage, you know. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, Even but see, that but that's that's the identity like of Rune Master, though. Yeah. The identity of Rune Master is to be better. <laughs> I mean, they kind of just <laughs> did that to themselves, to be honest. You know. <laughs> so one node funny. that I'm surprised you didn't mention is a node in the first half of the Rune Master Mastery, and it's called like Instruments of Choice or Weapons oh, of thing, Imbued that Instruments. Oh, a lot of stats. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I'm it, fine with that one because it's at the second of the bottom half. I'm okay with the nodes at that part of the okay. tree being strong because it's a reward for investing into that side. So, like for instance, if you're a Sork, right? And sure, you, you still get access to it. That many points to it to get that node, you should be rewarded. Now, I think they could probably reduce the crit, but the other numbers are fine. I'm fine it's, with those. So for six points you get like yeah. tier seven crit multi on it your could wand. Be like eight, it could be 8% and it'd be fine. It'd be whatever. Right. Yeah, right? the numbers are just way too big. Yeah, It just looks big. I don't think it matters. I just think it looks big, right? Like when you look at it, it's well, like, but oh, the comparison to the, so the, so the node, for, mean, the, for the people in chat who don't know the node, let me, let me recite yeah, it real quick. So I, I think I know it off the top of my head. It's 12 crit multi per point while wielding a, um, a wand. It's yeah. 12 ward retention per point while yep. wielding a scepter, which is strange. Mm-hmm. And then it's three cast speed per point. Four percent. Four four percent. It's four cast speed per point while wielding a oh, staff. Oh, was it was it three percent at one point and it got buffed, Perry? Can't say. Mm-hmm. So Leaking, the so the cast Leaking, speed the Leaking cast speed here. the cast speed works out to like tier two cast speed on a staff. Well, whereas the, the wand works like, out to like tier seven ca- uh crit multi. Well, I think you shouldn't be comparing it to like the i affixes you should be comparing it to other nodes so like for instance the cast speed with the staff it's about the same amount of cast speed that arcane momentum gives you right that's fine okay uh the ward retention is actually a lot of ward retention if you didn't know that's, that's would you ever take that node if you were using yes. a scepter for a scepter who I mean, yeah like you're playing a ignite setup or whatever or like a frostbite setup right now and you're like running ward that's a lot of ward 72 percent ward retention is a lot of ward retention perry there's a reason why like people run frostbite shackles but what if i have frostbite shackles i mean the more ward retention the merrier i guess in that setup like oh god like, but chad really agrees strong. with you am i the one who's in the wrong here don't tell me it's a lot of ward retention. What? Well, ward retention. Most builds get to like four hundred percent. That's like a quarter of your ward retention. I'll I'll try it. Oh my god, Twitch like, agrees with you. I think it's more niche than the crit multi one for sure. It's seventy two like crit multi. I, I don't think it's comparable at all. I, I mean, obviously, yeah, but like the thing is, is like if you're all of a sudden using a scepter for some reason, it's like 
really good. It's like those are like your last master. five points that you're going to spec into. You're not uh, happy about totally. that. You just kind of slap them in at the very end. I think you're. I think you're underestimating how strong ward retention is currently. Maybe I am. Okay, I'll I'll try it. I'll try it for you. I'll let you know how it feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't use it because I'm playing endurance. So. Is should that node have anything for daggers? Uh, no, I think rune daggers are in a fine spot. They're very rare. That's their balance. It's like, I, I like where rune daggers are. But there's, there's a new like unique rune dagger that specifically supports Frostclaw, yeah. right? 4% uh, cast speed is worse than 12% crit multi. Well, if you're looking at it from just a generic damage amount, sure, yeah. But cast speed allows you to do other stuff. Like, for instance, right now, uh, a friend of mine is playing Runebolt with the Antipode node that, like, shoots Runebolts for you. Yeah, and okay. cast speed is very strong. You get plenty of you get plenty of base crit for your Runic Invocation, so your Antipode is always critting, so he can get away with running a staff. And you want as much Caspi as possible because guess what? You're not limited on the amount of antipodes you have other than the fact it has a four second duration. So if you cast your runic invocations fast enough, you can get well over four of them at once. Which also, of course, scale with your cast speed. Cast speed is like a lot of people don't view it this way. They always like, oh, I need the damage. I need the damage. And it's like, well, cast speed is damage and quality of life in the same bucket, right? So it's like, it's a lot better than people view it as. I'll Go think ahead. about it. I'll think about yeah. it. Yeah. I think the very first thing you said is probably correct. The crit multi should just like be lowered to like 10. Yeah, or it should be lowered to like uh, maybe 8% per node. I'd be fine with that. It's like All right. whatever. All right. All right. I hear you. I hear you. That's neat. Uh, one thing that we should mention is uh, before this patch even dropped, we got the patch notes patched. So there was a node that I thought was going to be bonkers strong. But it turns out that entire interaction has been removed from the game. So in the past, you could have endurance threshold, and if you also had damage taken from mana before health, mm -hmm. it interacted in a in a beneficial way, where like your endurance would mitigate the damage that was going to your mana as well. So that's been completely removed from the game; no longer works. Yeah. Which means the node in um in Rune Master Cerulean Runestone, the one that gives you endurance threshold based on a percentage of your maximum mana, not nearly as interesting as it used to be. It's still beneficial. Yeah. It still gives you H EHP, I guess, but not nearly as strong as it used to be. So that node would have been OP, but all right, honorable mention for that one. I mean, I'm using it, but that's just because I just want the endurance percent right now because my sure, gear is sure. shit. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> what about what about builds that you want to try? I've got I've got a builds big I list of try? builds. Uh, yeah. So you saw the new Beastmaster helmet, right? I did. Yeah, the new uh it's not specifically not that. squirrels, only for wolves. I yeah. just dropped that. I'm going to be playing that when I get a chance. Uh I dropped a 2 LP uh arrow uh Froin's uh fortress or whatever the, the staff, the runic invocation staff, the one that like you stack armor and all that armor Oh, it gives you like all that. flat damage, is it? I just for, like whichever is lowest. Yeah. Okay. I just dropped a 2LP one, so we're going to be okay. playing around with that. 2LP anything is always interesting to build around, sure. Yeah, we're going to be playing around with that. I plan on it. And also to respond to Calvara, 
the thing is, when it comes to cast speed, when you're playing a build that wants cast speed, you want as much cast speed as possible. You don't care if this source of cast speed is worse than this source of cast speed or whatever. If you care about cast speed, you're grabbing all of it. You're grabbing all of it, like every single amount of it you can possibly get because it not only will it make your build feel better, it will also, like, most of the time when you're doing stuff like this, you're going to make sure that you double dip or triple dip on cast speeds. Like, for instance, on the Antipode node, just like what Mr. Balanon Offset. Oh, I think it's about. Let me look here. Uh, no, it's Chain Zero. Yeah, the turret bolt build double dips on cast speed. So like that's uh, that's why it starts becoming really good. Right? It, it sounds like your argument is similar to stacking intelligence for like a spark charge build. Like at some yeah. point, intelligence is doing so many things for you that you just like even if a node gives you one intelligence per point, you're kind of interested in it. Yeah, it, you just want it. Okay. All right. I I hear your argument. I understand. Let's uh let's see. So you. You've got a couple of two LP items that you're planning on working around. I mm. think I think what I'm most interested in at this point is doing some kind of like spell damage over time. So I, I have a lot mm -hmm. of questionable builds on my list of things I want to try. Um, I, I wanted to do a spark charge thing, like kind of like the old spark charge builds, but just played as a rune master. And I think they're yeah. good and perhaps even better. But I don't think it really embraces what rune master is all about. Like it doesn't get to use a wand for the crit multi node. It doesn't get to uh, like use frost claw. I guess you could, but it doesn't get to uh, make use of cast speed, which is like your your uh, your mastery bonus. Um, there's a lot of things that it doesn't really take advantage of, and like you could use Rowan or um, what's it called? Rowan's? Yeah, Rowan's frost guard for the thirty percent less damage taken. You could do yeah. lightning, lightning, lightning for some extra damage, but it kind of just feels like a build that happens to be better over here, but it doesn't really embrace what Rune Master is about. So I'm going to shelf yeah. that for a while, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like better than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, some kind of yeah. spell damage over time. So you're you're using Glyph of Dominion for Ignites, but like maybe yeah. Glyph of Dominion for spell dots or it Frost Wall. Yeah, yeah. You, some, some kind of spell dot I want to do. Thing, it's going to work like Cold Dot and Path of Exile where you just grab every source of it you can possibly yeah. get and layer them all on top of each other. There you go. That's my build. Something like that. <laughs> the, the brands as well, right? The, uh, yeah. There's a brand in um, in Runemaster in the top half. They, don't, they look like Doom, but like, yeah, but they have know, like a more damage multiplier staple to them as well. Yeah, I don't know. But you know how Doom is. Yeah, it's it's fine. It it can accompany yeah. other builds as well. Oh, but I'm I like sure. It. I'm just saying, like, you know, Doom. <laughs> so I, I, uh, you hater. I periodically hater, run huh? build contests, and I run these yes. like through my Discord and through Twitch. And we pick a unique item or sometimes a skill and we just like do the weirdest thing that we can with them in order to highlight the kinds of build variety that exist in Last Epoch. I'm keeping an eye out for unique items that I might want to do a build contest for. I have one idea. Uh, I kind of want you to guess what it is. What 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 would you do for a build contest? Raywin's Fortress. What or I don't I have no phage. clue what that is. Who can make the best Merophage in a weekend? Love that. <laughs> Merophage. People keep coming into chat asking me how it works. Oh, uh, it sucks. Oh my god, Merophage sucks. I wait, forgot. what? Okay. Is, wait, wait, hold when on, hold on. It takes the affixes from your sword. Yes. It randomizes the amount that it takes. Yes. So, like, for instance, right, I had a 
tier seven ignite chance on hit, tier yeah. five melee attack speed, tier five melee fizz, yeah. and tier five reduced damage taken from crits, right? Yeah. It's based on the shatter. Oh yeah, it's based on the shatter. You're right. It's based on the shatter. My sword right now has 15% attack speed, 16 melee physical, 49% ignite chance, and 75% reduced damage taken from crits. Wait, are That's you are you garbage. mad? Are you mad that it's not a 4 LP item for free? I mean, yeah. Are you mad that base... it's not 4 LP? Okay, okay, okay. The problem is the base isn't good <laughs> enough to merit. Like, uh, obviously, you can get lucky and do much better, obviously, right? But, like, I was, uh, I thought that that's how it worked. So that's why uh, I sacrificed said sword. <laughs> I thought it gave me 4 LP for free, and now I'm mad. I know. That's, that's a and, real gamer moment right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I forgot that line of text. Okay. Yeah, it, it could, really it could give sword. you literally one affix, a one, one tier yeah. of one affix. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Kinda, yeah. I think it's gonna be great when you finally hit that one godly rune of shattering, right? God, can you? God, this, this gonna be so much fun. Just like, just doing a weekend where it's just like, who can make the best marrowphage? Who can make the best? It's a really common item, apparently. It'll it'll be great guy. when somebody has the perfect one and then accidentally yeah. shatters another sword while they have it equipped. Yeah, they just do it. They just do it without even paying attention. Just like talking just like, and Why clicking. Why doing no damage? It'll it'll be some scrub Twitch streamer, you know. Yeah, odd. I, I love that, by the way. Oh, do you see what the cuckoo does? Oh my god, I have. I have. Yeah, tell me about it. This is a pretty cool item. All right, so essentially the cuckoo, it is a. Uh, it is an offhand catalyst. It has a very interesting base. Mm -hmm. It has the new experimental affix. It can roll up to 34% effective haste and 2.9 seconds of haste after you use a traversal skill. And, and that's the implicit, right? And intelligent. That's the implicit. Gotcha. And then, of course, it has ward on kill, ward decay threshold, which I'm not entirely sure how that works. The, it's very, uh, like... So essentially, it's just like endurance for your endurance threshold for your ward, but it doesn't actually apply to your ward decay, like your ward decay amount. Yeah, like your, your ward decay threshold by default is zero. So this yeah. just raised it. Yeah, and then like, yeah, then it has crit strike avoidance and dodge percentage, right? But that's not the interesting part of it. Now, the, the note that's interesting is the cuckoo may permanently change into a random exalted item when a nearby enemy dies. Now, this is interesting because it, maintains the implicit so this is the only way of getting the unique avian or the avian puppet implicit on a like offhand so you can get like haste for free right now obviously the item is obviously very bad it's very bad but it's a good meme <laughs> i mean i think for the build that i'm playing right now my frostbite thing i think that's best yeah. in slot what do you mean best in slot? You're gonna lose it in like five seconds. You're gonna... <laughs> well, no, I, I think I think I think it's best in slot because you know you get one and then you you kill a random monster and it drops a random item and it randomly becomes your avian puppet, but you keep the implicit. Yeah, but you yeah. lose all the other mods on it. Yeah, but you get like damage. Then you're using an offhand catalyst with a no base crit on it. I mean, sure, you're like frostbite shield. But you're not using a shield then. I'm tanky as fuck. I don't need a shield. The whole point of playing an ailment build is to be able to use a shield. That's the whole point. What? No, I want cast oh. speed. No, 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 no. I don't want a shield. Sure. Okay, sure. Whatever. A Fine. shield. Oh, wait. Hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. I think I think catalysts are good. I think I think you're underselling catalysts. But 
there is a shield that has a bunch of cold res on it. Oh, ooh! What about that shield? What about the what about the cold red shield, Chad? Well, they buffed the mana one, the so the the one that gives you like ward based on your mana, right? Oh, I spend a ton of mana. That's interesting. No, 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 I'm mana spent. I'm sorry. It's the sorry. I'm sorry. It's the shield that gives you fifteen percent of your current of your max mana or whatever on block, the Moena Mortis or whatever it's called. That got you want buffed me to... significantly because of the block, the block effectiveness blessing change. Because you can get much closer mm. to cap. Because you get eight percent for free. Mm. So that got buffed. Because you didn't care about the block effectiveness on it. You cared about getting your block changes high, so that whenever you were hit, you gained fifteen percent of your mana as ward. Man, I've right? got I got some decisions to make for my build. All of a sudden, yeah, that, that's that, not a bad that idea. Shield got much better now. Because oh. like every single percent right that you get closer to max makes it better and better obviously because you know how it is it's like exponential right mm -hmm. it's a budget aegis aurora that might be good enough yeah it essentially huh. is aegis aurora yeah it, it literally is aegis aurora yeah another build i want to play so this is more of a meme build uh so essentially there's that new experimental affix that summons zombies right yes my new favorite thing in the game seven. Go so, on. you there is a build that currently exists, or not a build, but a concept where you can get you can fill the entire screen with potions with ballistas, and what you do is you just spam, spam as many potions as possible, right? So this, this, uh, this, uh, this is the many. first true multiplayer build. And no, you can just use your. Wait, what do you mean? Well, you, you can only do this with two people, right? What do you mean? Oh wait, you, you want to do this without? You just yeah. You want to do this as a as a rogue? Yeah, you do as a what? Rogue. Oh, wait, what do you mean what? Don't you want to like can... have one person as a necromancer and one person well, as a rogue? Okay. No, I mean you could do that. Yeah, sure. But the other way you could do it is uh. So the concept you could do that. That would be fun. You're right. But what you do is you just run like minion ignite stuff. And the thing, the beautiful thing about volatile zombies specifically here, right, is when you summon more of them than the cap, they explode instantly, right? So if you're sitting on top of a boss, you're spamming ballistas to get your potions and all that, right? As you're pressing the button, you're summoning zombies and they keep popping, 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 popping. And so that's a lot of hits, obviously. And then you scale minion ailments in general. You don't even care about the kind of ailment. You just scale ailments. You scale as much minion damage as possible. The new traversal thing is really good for minion damage percent. That's a lot on a pair of boots, right? Like, there's a lot to do in that regard. It would be a funny meme, all right? Because you're hitting so many times. Because you know. it sounds awesome. I it almost yeah. makes me want to play multiplayer. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I like it. What well, about the new ring? To, but there's the a new there's ring? a new ring that kind of supports some volatile the, the, zombie you stuff. You could use that in this build, yeah. And get so if you have two rings, right? And you're doing that setup specifically. It's like 30% more zombies, essentially. That's, but, that's... Uh, yeah. So that ring is really good because you can play a necromancer setup. You could play two zombies, big zombies, right? And you can have them both be pukers, right? And you'll always have them as long as you have two rings because they'll pop up, pop up, pop up, pop up, right? Uh, for you. And you just spam the 
the solo dread shade node, the solo one, so you get more damage, right? Sure. You have two minions. Yeah. And they just will deal plenty of damage and you just keep doing that. That's your that's your build essentially, is two big zombies. <laughs> I've already seen clips that people have sent to me with one big zombie just mm -hmm. hands off the keyboard, fully automated. It spawns, it's explodes, yep. spawns, explodes, spawns, explodes. Like yes. Yep. It's it's all it's coming great. together. Yeah. I'm excited. You I'll, thought this I'll, was the Runemaster patch. Is this the Volatile a, Zombie patch? Yeah, I have a 1 LP one currently in my inventory. I plan on getting another one. Interesting, interesting. Another interesting thing I found out. Uh, so when I saw, when I clicked Shift-F and I looked at the list of all of the experimental items, I was very disappointed because I thought we were going to get more, right? And I'll be honest, from reading them, they were god-awful right just reading them from the list from the filter is okay. terrible sure but then i went and looked at the numbers that which one stood out to you all of them uh, almost all even the ward on kill one gives you 310 ward on kill on tier seven like in your arena woo that's right? a lot of monsters woo. a lot of war yeah woo yeah and like like they're crazy like like i can go down the list here we could talk about every single one here why not but let me find it where is it because it's that stupid where is it let me find it i gotta find well it. Uh, while you find it i'm gonna call out one in particular uh i really like the percentage of armor applies to damage yeah. over time as well yep there's there's yep. been a serious lack of means to mitigate damage over time yep. uh forge guard has a little bit of damage over time mitigation and there was a sentinel yeah, there's a, there's a Sentinel Relic that also had armor applied to damage over time as well. But, like, you really don't have much. Because your primary forms of defense are, like, armor, block, dodge, fuck all. Yeah. None, none of that yeah. does anything for damage over time. Like, endurance yeah. helps, and that's why endurance is good. But having a big ward pool helps, too. But having this available on your glove prefix, for example, I think that's a great inclusion in the game. So tell me, you're yep. looking at the list right now. What stands out to you? Go. I mean, we could just talk about each one. Even the experimental dodge rating and endurance uh, threshold, that's a good one. I like that one. Endurance threshold, if you've not been hit re recently. I like defenses like this, where it just gives you a gabillion endurance threshold, but conditionally, I like that. Oh, like, man. Can I? Can we pause for a second? Yeah, of course. So ever ever since the patch nodes got patched, the whole interaction with uh, damage taken from man before health and the endurance yeah. threshold stuff. I made a video about it on YouTube if you want to see more, but mm -hmm. ever since that got changed, we've been we've been memeing about it. What's the use case for building endurance threshold? Why is it in the game? Why would you ever build it intentionally? There's yeah. no good build for it. You know what? From a design perspective, having conditional endurance threshold or even having hybrid endurance threshold along with some other modifier, like, yeah. you know, a, a, a little bit of flat dodge and a little bit of endurance threshold, that kind of hybrid modifier in the game, I think is a really nice direction for where to yeah. go to get Endurance Threshold as a relevant stat in the game. I, I really like it. It's also like on it. prefixes on gloves too, which is yeah. like one of the easiest places to put something because like there's not that many good ones, right? Mm -hmm. God uh, bless so that not suffix. Fun. Be really bad then, as a suffix. Yeah. And then you have stuff like the Experimental Frenzy and Haste Effect stuff. Like those are really good. I, uh, those are significantly higher than I thought they were going to be. Frenzy effects, when I read Haste them, effects? When I read them, right, I thought they were terrible. But then I'm like, well, if you give them ridiculous numbers like they're doing right now, then of course they're usable. 
right? Like for instance, the mana on potion thing, that's that's cool. I like that when you get the mana regen for four seconds, that's mm-hmm. cool. I, I I don't know why you'd go out of your way to run this, but like if it's just there, why not? Uh, then of course the tr- uh, transport, that's all obviously good. On tier seven, you get 140% increased minion damage on your boots. People are gonna run it not because of the traversal, just because it gives you a bunch of percent damage. It's great. It's like, yeah, it's great. And then like, Experimental traversal cooldown recovery speed on potion use. Uh, there's going to be some memes with that where you turn a skill into a traversal skill just to get extra cooldown. That's going to be fun. Uh, like, for instance, this is oh. like the problem oh. is, is like it's on potion and like potions and like, yeah. I, I still remember a day. I remember when dodge potion on po- I me mean, dodge on potion use was nerfed. I was specifically given the reason why by a developer at the time that they don't want more things to do with potions. Potions shouldn't be a main thing in the game, like, you know, like main focus. And then they're all printing all this stuff. And I'm just like, wait, wait, why do we lose dodge potion? Like, come on. Uh, But continuing on, of course, the zombie one, obviously. Um, This one is the low-key broken one. Experimental ward gained on traversal you can get on tier 7 20 to 25 or 25 ward per 10 missing mana if you are playing a build like a mana sork for instance and you suck up all your mana right and then focus as a movement skill yeah 800 mana right yeah 800 mana or just uh, just a spammable one. Mm-hmm. Let's be real, right? You just spam teleport as fast as possible, right? You get a high cooldown. You could get like two thousand ward per time you use teleport or whatever. You could play it on devotion paladin and get two thousand or like, however much depending devotion on devotion paladin you teleport. Yeah. Yes. Well, not teleport, but like lunge or something. Okay. You use it on lunge or something or shield rush. Like, like you just get so much ward. Like you could build around this. You could use it on transplant. If you're if on Necromancer, like there's so many ways you could use this. It's like okay. crazy. Like, like there's there's a lot of use cases for that one. And of course, the experimental ward per missing health. That one's strong, obviously. Of course, it makes a uh, low life almost playable again, which I'm happy with. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I like the experimental affixes. I'd like to see more, obviously, some other kinds of effects, obviously. But like, if, if you, this is a good system to build upon, which I'm happy. If, with. if you were gonna add in experimental ethics what would you toss into the mix uh mm. 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 i'll let you think about that okay listen if you're on youtube watching this video if you're in twitch chat right now think about that if you if you're going to add a new experimental ethics in if you were in charge for a day what experimental ethics would you toss in the game mm. i know what i would do i know exactly what i would do I would take one of my old know. ideas and I would put it here instead. I would say, mm. uh, like, elemental damage. If you've crit recently, you have no crit multi. Just like any way that I can get elemental overload into well, Last they Epoch, gave us I'll do it. Elemental overload, Perry. What? There's the runic invocation of elemental overload. What are you talking about? That exists. I, I literally don't know what you're talking about. There's a runic invocation specifically called elemental overload. Go on. Yeah. Does I it, can't remember what it does. Does it, does it do? <laughs> I just know it's called that. Okay. <laughs> Technically, elemental overload. It's, sure. It's already in the game. I just I love that portion it. of Path of Exile. I think it fit really yeah. well. Just give me give me some kind of way to sneak it into the game. 
But maybe, maybe if you think about it, or maybe somebody who's listening you know to this what? podcast. Like, you know what would be a cool one? Uh, extra regen if you've been hit recently. That'd be a cool one, like a flat one. Like a flat okay, amount okay. of regen if you've been hit recently. That'd More damage cool. or time per crit multi. Yeah. These are like mastery nodes we're talking about. I don't know if this would work well as a piece of gear. I, I mean, know. the thing is with the experimental affixes, I'm okay with them. I like them. It, they allow you. They allow them to put the more kooky kind of, you know. I'm I'm a big fan of them. And I I got I got at yeah. least two more things that I want to talk about here. But we have um something something that I think EHG did really really well with this patch is they introduced new crafting, and not just mm -hmm. the crafting because like crafting's fun, making sweet items is fun, but the crafting materials themselves, the rune of research, drops pretty commonly oh yeah you can spam I, god bless you can actually use it and you don't feel like an idiot yeah i if that thing were more rare i think it'd be a big mistake but the fact that it drops pretty commonly like almost every uh exiled mage encounter that you fight past level 70 actually drops one feels really good that you can what actually use it do again i can't remember i don't have one so the, the, there's this two the rune of research is the one that drops yeah. And then you can use it and it seals. It has a guaranteed seal for the experimental ethics on the bottom. A yeah. glyph of insight is the second one, and you might get it after you craft. The glyph of insight uh elevates a modifier, so to speak. It transforms a new modif a current normal modifier into an experimental modifier. Yeah. And importantly, it's deterministic. We don't know yeah. all the determinism. Maybe that gets data mined at some point, but there is some kind of determinism to it. Yeah, so it's like synthesis, right? It's just like that, where there's like some hidden things under the framework. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe you can force a specific modifier onto your glove. Yeah, that'd know. be cool. It'd, It'd be, be like the, very cool. Yeah, I like that. I think it's cool. I'm actually surprised. Yeah. I almost forgot that there was determinism in that. I, I feel like we should have seen that. One thing I want to talk it. about, actually, I'm really happy with the way that they've implemented the caches and the runic mages and stuff. Yeah. When they were talking about it, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to put it in, like, this little corner in the map that you're never going to go to, and you have to, like, go and search far and wide for it. No, no, they just made them spawn, like, league mechanics from PoE where they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. The, it's the, fine. It's the far and wide uh, caches. So there's two different kinds of caches, right? Yeah. One yeah. is the one that you just mentioned. That's the one in Monoliths. But the one-shot caches that spawn yeah. during the campaign, I went through the campaign. I didn't see a single one. I saw one because I got the singularity from it. That's the yeah. one that always drops the singularity. So it's, you know, it's, it's, course, it's data mined at this news, point. You know? you can go on a variety of websites and see exactly where the one-shot caches drop during the campaign. But if you don't look it yeah. up and you just run through the campaign like I did, I didn't find a single one. And like, I saw frankly, one. I think that's a good thing. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's fine. Mm -hmm. I I look through the affixes and none of them are just like, oh my God, you need to use this every single time mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? And like, it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, cool. not bad. So there's, there's one more thing that I want to talk about before I ask you again, if you have anything on your mind. But mm -hmm. did you notice that in patch 092, one of the most perhaps hyped up things about runemaster was a no cooldown node on flame rush it's yeah, not it there removed. the yeah, node I is not why. there how, how mm. do you feel about that i think it's fine i think it was stupid i <laughs> i tend to agree with you I'm, I'm curious to know how the audience feels about that as well but i don't I mean the thing want... is the audience the audience is going to be like oh my god it's amazing it's flashy it's crazy and i'm just like i don't think like, it belongs oh. in last epoch though yeah, yeah. It, the I think whole cooldown like, movement. Yeah, 
So we we I have. Think there's a reason it was removed. <laughs> Should they bring it back? Um, uh, I mean, I would rather them see. I would rather instead of having a no cooldown, I would rather it have multiple charges instead. So you can like use oh, it like three times. Love in a row. charge system. So the way it would work is it would have three charges. Whenever the cooldown ended, it would be granted three charges, and then you could use it three times in succession, and then it'd go back on cooldown. Right? I'd be fine with that or something like that, like a burst of using even them. even but it adding be just like constantly. Like even adding like, a second should, charge yeah. means that like it starts yeah. it starts reloading as as soon as you use yeah. the first one oh, and then what, you use the second I, one. Yeah. Well, what I would want is it's kind of like. Flame dash in a way where you have a bunch of charges, bam, bam, bam. You sure. use some bam, 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 and then it goes on cooldown or whatever. I I wouldn't mind that either way. Or like make it so that if you use flame rush, uh, so the way it would work. Oh, like if you've you used in the past rush, four seconds, it flame rush down? recent. If you've used flame rush recently, your flame rush has no cooldown. But then when it does go on cooldown, it's a longer one, like a significantly longer yeah. one, right? Okay, that would be cool. So you just yeah. spam it for four seconds. Well, then, two, yeah. two or three good ideas right there. But yeah. I, th I think I think both you and I agree that the, the I, no I'm kind of happy it's not. No there. thing was stupid, obviously. Even no like, cooldown is like stupid. In my last epoch, come like, on, like, man. Like we're even talking about shield rush, and shield rush doesn't do anything other than go fast, right? Well, shield and rush. Like, if you give it no like, cooldown, ping pongs you back to where well, you were yeah. a second ago, which yeah. is hilarious. But what I mean is like, yeah, like, yeah, it it, it deserved its removal. I talked with Rain. Rain. Um, he really likes mobility in video games, mm -hmm. but we came to the conclusion that like in its in its state, it was a bad idea, but there should be more ways of like, oh, I do want to like catapult myself across the map, kind of like with Shield Rush, right? I want to yeah. do that. Just give me downsides that are appropriate for it. Like for sure. instance, like I said, that cooldown node, like I said, but like the way it would work, right? Like I said, is you just get every the way it would work is it would have like a 12 second cooldown to start out with, right? I hear you. But then it would gain three charges when the cooldown ends instantly instead of like having it one, two, three. Mm -hmm. So you can use it three times and then it goes back on cooldown and then you have to wait to use it again, right? I'd be I'd be fine with that. That'd be cool. Be cool, cooldown. Yeah, I like it. Vion's chariot, maybe not Vion's chariot, but I, I was previously <laughs> thinking about a DPS flame rush build, but using flame rush to apply like one one hit worth of frostbite on hit, you can also get like a pseudo doom kind of thing on the very uh, left side of flame rush. You can make it apply like some spell damage over time, and like that scales with the rest of your damage over time. Um, you can kill some monsters by by jumping through them, but I, I don't I'll know if they're going to be a primary the, source of damage. I think the da no, I think the way it's going to work is going to work like Frostclaw, where you just use it to proc a bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, there is a node inside Glyph of Dominion that makes it do a bunch more damage per rune and all that, mm -hmm. and does this and does that, and consumes rune and gives it a cooldown and all that. Well, it turns out that if you use it from Flame Rush, if you spam Glyph from Flame Rush, right, it it um, bypasses the cooldown, so you can just use Flame Rush instead. Love it. Yeah, All right. it'll be fun. So we talked about things that we think are busted. We talked about things that uh, might need to be nerfed. And even what we were doing on day one and day two, like the future builds mm -hmm. we're thinking about. What else is on your mind? It's like, is there, is there anything? Yeah, what, is there anything you want to chat about that uh, doesn't quite fit uh, in one of those boxes? Well, so 
specifically when it comes to this, I just hope that the like the rush for 1.0 doesn't like cause problems. I know it will, but like I don't want it like for instance right now, right? Like now we have Sorcerer to be reworked now on that list. And before this, I didn't think Sorcerer needed reworked. I think its skills need reworked, but its passive tree didn't need reworked. But now I believe it's Basil Tree needs rework now if they're going to do what they did here, right? But then also as well, they have this, they have that. They have all these different things they got to work on. And the thing is, it's like 1.0 is coming. And like, so essentially from what it seems to be, they're just releasing the game right now, right? Just to get rid of the early access tag, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The game's been in early access long enough. I think the game is in a state where it could be called a finished game. Like, you know, kind of like Path of Exile, et cetera, right? Like, and then it could evolve from each patch and all that, right? But my, yeah, that's, it just seems to be something, it's something I actually posted in the video uh, that you're talking about earlier, right? That uh, specifically, they keep doing things in a way that makes them have more work to do later, right? Like, I, I don't instance, disagree. Yeah, I feel like yeah. for instance, like uh, this goes back a while back. OK, so like, for instance, with the squirrel helmet, right, the squirrel helmet was so strong that it made it so that playing normal wolves wasn't viable. Right. In general, like if you weren't using the squirrel helmet and you did, uh, if you had a squirrel helmet and you were playing wolves, you should be using it kind of thing. Right. True. Yes. So that caused them to have to do more work to rebound like so instead of doing it right the first time then they had to come fix it later and that seems to be the problem in a little bit now obviously if they're okay with that sure but i don't know if like that's like good practice to like make it so that you have a bunch of work later if that makes sense right like i, I would suggest i would prefer that that wouldn't be the case right like for instance like with the surf and strike thing right since they didn't spend enough time on that, at least in my opinion, I don't think they did, right? Now they got to go rework it again. So all that effort that was put into making it good was wasted. And now you got to add more to it or whatever. Which, by the way, to fix Servant Strike could be very easy, right? It was just tune up the numbers and maybe get rid of that stupid 50% mm -hmm. HP one, right? Like So, so Servant, Servant Strike was very old and now it's a modern yeah. skill. It's not a good modern skill, but it is a modern skill. It kind yeah. of fits in like the the other modern skills yeah, exactly. that have been introduced recently. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I I hear you skepticism. I'll I'll, I'll push yeah. back on the idea that they're just pushing out 1.0 to get rid of the beta tag. I don't think that's mm -hmm. happening. But in any case, let me let me shine a light here and just say that it's just, I really look forward to this. If Rune Master is the direction of Last Epoch, I'm really excited for the future. Yeah, I'm excited too. Like, like Rune Master is this patch. I think S tier pretty, fun. Yeah. This is great so far. If if like, this I'm is if this is the quality of like what shaman's gonna be in the future and like what Sork is gonna be updated to, what what Falconer and Warlock are gonna be, like this game yeah. is gonna be better and better and better every time they update one of these things. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that I think that's great. a good way of wrapping it up there. This is kind of a shorter podcast. We're only going for about 40. Oh, it's that's okay. A full hour. All right. I thought it was 45 yeah. minutes or so, but yeah, that's a good hour there. 
Yep. So, uh, Dread, thank you so much for joining me for episode 31 of the Epic Epoch podcast. This goes up on YouTube and Spotify about a day or two after we record it here live on Twitch. So if you are watching it somewhere else, be sure to let us know where you're watching it so we can make sure that you are getting the best quality possible, uh, whether you're watching it on a commute or on YouTube or what. So Twitch chat, thanks for watching live. I appreciate that. Dread, thank you as always for being my co-host, joining me here. Anytime. And we will see you next time.